The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Thursday morning, and welcome to another edition of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the Virgin Isles, WTJXFM 93.1, where yours truly, Neville James, Juve Manning, I believe, right? Down in the West. Uh, yesterday was a food fair, today's Juve, tomorrow, Children's Parade, and then the, the Grand Parade, um, Community in the Festival. Uh, on Saturday, literally, on Three Kings Day, January the 6th in 2024. So that's good. Yeah, great show today. Um, <clears throat> Miss um, Risa Riley going to be joining us. I believe Charu Suri going to be joining us as well, hopefully at the bottom of the hour. Uh, she was here. Uh, she performed here. You know, she's been a friend of the territory for like the last four years. So we're grateful for that. But Risa Riley from Project Promise. Uh, gonna be joining me a little bit. Yeah, you can bring her in. Uh, have a seat on the couch and be my. Uh, so I could be a shrink this morning and, and all that. So we good. There we go. Quite time came about. Oh yeah, all good. February tenth. Bum bum bum. So happy New Year. Good to see you. What's up, man? Happy New Year. Good morning. Hold on, Danny. Gonna set you up so you could be heard. Talk to me. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. That's all good, man. How you been? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Okay, big event coming up again. Absolutely. 10th year, 10th year anniversary celebration. February 10th. Make go make sure I down the island for that one there. Uh, Havana Nights? Havana Nights, our annual fundraiser. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, I heard I had a big year, man. We had we had another good year. Yeah, introduce yourself to those who might be listening good for the first morning, time. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Risa O'Reilly Shern. Mm-hmm. I'm the executive director and founder of Project Promise. We're a local nonprofit organization dedicated to improving the lives of at-risk youth here on St. Croix. We have been at work come January 24th for 10 years, impacting the lives of students in our community. How do you spell the last name? No, the new one, the one, the one you got in Barrow? S H E R N. S H E R N. Shern. Shern. That's what I'm talking about. That's good. So, Project Promise doing well? Doing well. How many students have you uh, touched uh, over the last better part of a decade? Oh my gosh, countless. I mean, at one point prior to um, Hurricane Maria, we were seeing like a thousand students annually What with our various programs. So we've impacted thousands of lives, not only here on island, but abroad. We have impacted students as far as South Africa and Tanzania. And um, we're extremely pl- proud of the work that we've done and the impact that we've had on youth across the globe, not just on island. 
Tanzania. Whenever I think of Tanzania, I think of Mount Kilimanjaro. Listen. You listen. did that? I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> um, it's in my spirit to hike it, but I'm not sure yet. It, it, is it that impressive when you look at it, though? It's beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. Wow. That's the highest peak in, 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 Africa. in the motherland, right? Correct. Wow. Correct. Yeah. Lewis Hill. A former colleague in the, in the Senate, he he actually did that as a senator. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, he. Uh, we were in the minority in the in the twenty seventh legislature, so our when you're in the minority, your responsibilities are not as heavy as when you're in the majority. Because typically, when you're in the majority, you're chairing a committee. So I remember uh, he told me, "Yo, I've been out to Africa." I said, "Africa?" He said, "Yeah, I'm gonna hike Kilimanjaro." I said, "What?" Of course, you know, the geography buff that I am, I got kind of jealous, you know what I'm saying? But So um, you're next? You're going to do it? I got bum knee, man. <laughs> 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 or as we say locally, I got bus foot. You know? <laughs> no, but I'm sure I'm sure it's a, it's an impressive sight. Uh, you did that this year? This year. Well, last year, because we did in Well, that's true, yeah. yeah. So 2023, yeah. Um, we wrapped up our Toys for Tanzania initiative. Mm-hmm. No, no, hold on there. Hold on there. Before we get to the Toys for Tanzania, talk about the annual commitment um, Project Promise has, because y'all be traveling all over the place. So how does that come together, um, the, the planning, the raising money, logistics, all that stuff, and the reason why you do it? Awesome. So our primary program is called the Caterpillar Project. Mm-hmm. It's a holistic approach program designed to impact the whole child. So we don't focus on one area of the child's life, but multiple areas. And when I started the organization, that was my thought process. I felt like that was the best way to have the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just focus on academics or you just can't focus on their family. You just can't focus on their social needs. You have to focus on them holistically as the person to have the most impact. And not only do we do a holistic approach, but we also work with the children for multiple years. Okay. So with the Caterpillar Project, we introduce them to the program in fifth grade, and we follow them from fifth grade all the way to 12th grade and into college. And it's a holistic approach, like I said, designed to impact the whole child. And they come to us every day after school for eight years. Every day? Every day after school. Parents? Parents has to be involved. There's a family support services component to the um, Caterpillar Project. Like I said, it's holistic, so we have to make sure that we're including the families. And the idea behind that particular component is, you know, we're introducing who we are, what it is that we do to, of course, the parents, to their families, and also giving them the tools and support they need to reinforce the lessons that we're giving to their children. No, I know um, attrition happens with everything, but have you have you had students who 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 just couldn't withstand the rigors of of every day for eight years? It happens. It yeah. happens. Um, it's realistic that life happens. Mm-hmm. Um, this with the second cohort of kids, we're on the second cohort. You know, we lost a few because of relocation. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, life yeah, yeah. happens. Th- th- those they get they get excused. <laughs> what, what about those who are here? They but just they, can't do it. They just can't do it. They just can't do it, and it's okay. Okay, it's okay. You know, we meet you where you are. And if you're open, ready, and wanting the services, we're mm-hmm. here to provide it. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that you feel that you can't withstand, we respect that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do what we can 
to impact these families and these students. And it's very important to me, like if I say that I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it and I get it done. So my mindset is we're here, we're fulfilling our commitment, we're getting it done. So, you know, if you wanna be a part of it, let's do it. No, no, if, if I could recall, um, Project Promise came about because um, the local government failed you. You 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 were working um, for the local government, and for whatever reasons, um, you know that didn't pan out. Um, and I mean, I mean, I know the details in terms of you know the negligence on the government's part. But let's talk about how that impacted. Yeah, galvanized you um, to 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 look at life through a different prism and say, you know something, I ain't doing this thing about working for the government no more. I gotta do my own thing. So I feel like everything happens as it should. Mm -hmm. And in 2012, I was laid off from the government and um, my son was three months old, I had a newborn and I had a three-year-old just about to start preschool. And I got my pink slip, hand delivered to me at home. Wow. In my driveway. And it's very easy to say that life changed. It was a huge um, shift in our reality. Could you have killed somebody uh, if, if uh, did, did you go through that rage nope. phase? No? Nope. Nope. Um, again, I, I, I absolutely believe that everything in life happens as it should. And there's a reason for why things happen. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have because to Because some people are, you know, some people are take things... Like yesterday, there's there's this um, clip going viral where a guy in Las Vegas, uh, he pled, and he thought probation was what he was going to get. And when the, the judge said no, he jumped over his table and jumped over the bench and went after the, the judge. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. so that, that, that's what I'm asking, you know. If so I had some, any rage. So Some people go through that rage phase. and Because if you think you've, you've done wrong, if if you don't keep your mental faculties uh, in check, you could do something regrettable. I I understand yeah. the direction in which you're going. There was no rage on my part. Mm -hmm. um, definitely disappointed. Um, but again, you know, I feel that your outlook determines your experience. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I looked at it as an opportunity to do mm -hmm. what it is that I was really supposed to be doing with my life which is impacting the youth in our community mm -hmm. through my organization, Project yeah. Promise. Yeah. And so um, with that layoff... And this was the time when the government was claiming they had no money on all that stuff. Correct. Right? That's when they were doing the layoffs yeah. back yeah. in 2012. Yeah, that was... Um, we started in late 11 and then went into uh, early 2012. Yes. So Project Promise um, actually happened, what, 14, 2013, 2014? Yeah, 2014. You, you, you got a building. Got a building. Right. And in 2013. You, yeah, did the retrofitting and all that stuff. Correct. I was literally driving by the building and the vision of Project Promise came to me. I said, you know what? I had just bought the building for no reason whatsoever other than it was an opportunity that came my way. Mm -hmm. And I bought this building sight unseen, unemployed, again, just because it was just an opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, never even went inside, didn't know what I was going to do with it, um, but that's just me. Mm. And so, <laughs> you know, I was driving by one day and it came to me, I said, you know what, I'm going to start a nonprofit organization, it's going to be housed in this building, and we're going to work with that risk youth. Mm -hmm. And nine years to the day, on October 9th, 
last year we cut the ribbon and opened our doors. Nine years. To Four, the date. 2014. 20, so, no, no, no. 2013, uh, got the building. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Three months later, Project Promise was born. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year, uh, well, it wouldn't be last year at this point. So 2020, what? Two. Two. 2022. Okay. okay, okay. Yes, would have marked yeah. the ninth year mm-hmm. that I had the building. Okay. And literally on that day, we mm-hmm. cut the ribbon. So only been, only been, own the building for 10, Project Promise for nine. No, out of way. Our own. <laughs> own the building for 12. Okay, for, for so 11 then. 11 then. Own the building for 11. 11, yeah. And Project Promise about for 10. 10. Yes. Okay, yes. Correct. There we go. There we go. There we, Correct. Go. we got it. We got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like to you know, make sure I put things in my head so that uh, we could uh, make that work. And then um, the early years for Project Promise. Great. Grind. I feel like that hasn't changed, <laughs> mm-hmm. but very, very, very much a grassroots effort. Um, mm. Family, friends, just getting together. And you're getting some support um, from a lady out of Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember Cindy. going to that event with your yes. dad. He and I drove up the East End, and, Cindy and it was nice. Yeah. Um, that was a godsend. Yeah. We've had so many opportunities like yeah. that, but that was a first like major one where it was right place, right time, right person. Yeah. Sometimes it's like that, That's man. That's how it is. You know what I mean? We've yeah. had a lot of those moments over the years. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Don't apologize that for that. Sometimes it'll be like yeah. that. You know, you need a break here and there. And She was there. And uh, we're talking Gerber. Baby food, we talking. Wow. Yes. And they were here. They're still here or, they, or back um, and forth? I believe they've relocated you know, yeah. primarily, but they probably come back and yeah, forth. Yeah, um, I think they had a restaurant and, uh, at one time, right? Yes, Balter. Balter. Balter's Balter. Um, she was a sweetheart. She was nice when you introduced me to her. She was a peach, uh, like I said. And she bought into your uh, vision. And that I remember that night uh, was a Saturday night in January. Twenty fourteen, I believe it was. Yep. Right? And um, me and your father. I said, Rudy, we get up the road tonight. And uh he said, Yeah, well, I said I gonna drive to my you park your car we we hang out at the track at the time and uh, we went up there and it was just a you could tell that, that Project Primaries was going to be uh a successful uh venture. I think that's the best term. Uh because of the commitment, right? And then uh um the the rest is history and you have been uh, not only mentoring these students, but exposing them to the world Absolutely. and to different cultures and all that stuff. Absolutely. You've been, you've been in the Pacific Rim, right? You, you, I went over there? Um, we did Singapore. Singapore, yeah. We did Singapore yeah. Um, in October. That was another godsend. October of 2023? 2023. So how many places have I been in 2023? Listen, listen. Oh, my gosh. So I started out with Spain for my honeymoon. Yeah. yeah. Then we did Tanzania. Mm-hmm. I did, I think I told you, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. What did we do? We did it in nine days. We did six CDs on three different continents. Wow. And one of them, the primary objective with that one was to get to Tanzania to deliver toys to the orphanage mm-hmm. for our um, Toys to Tanzania initiative that we were wrapping up. And then... Um, toys for Tanzania is is a, a, a long-existing... Uh, Yes, we did it for eight years. Wow. So the way it worked within the Caterpillar Project, we do community service projects. Mm-hmm. And every month within the project has a theme. And December is World Perspective, 
where we introduce the kids to different cultures, different, you know, foods, different entities, different ways of life, different countries. And so we had chosen uh, to, this orphanage in Tanzania to be our focal point for our community service projects in um, December. So every December for eight years, we would take the kids shopping, literally give them money, the kids in our program, literally give them money, let them loosen the store and say, hey, purchase as many toys that you can with this amount of money, and we're gonna send it off to this orphanage. And so as we were wrapping up with that first set of students, it was always within my heart, like to go to the orphanage and visit the students that we had been impacting for Mm -hmm. eight years. So in August, I got the opportunity and um, it was a whirlwind uh, trip experience, but we did it. Like we got it done. I literally saw the kids, um, hugged the kids, played with the kids, read to the kids um, at the orphanage in Tanzania. And that was definitely like a full circle moment and a dream come true for me personally. You, you, uh, so you, you, you travel in all these world, all over the world with these toys and all that stuff. Right, or you, or you purchased the toys in Tanzania? No, the toys came from here. From here. They came in from Virginia. Mm-hmm. It was a group effort between Project Promise and another local um, entity here on island that had donated like $200 for us to purchase the toys. Mm-hmm. Um, it just has looked different ways over the years with different types of uh, support that we've had. But mm-hmm. primarily, it's been um, Project Promise. It's been our board members donating money to make it happen. And like I said, every December, we will uh, purchase these toys and send them over. But as a wrap-up, I wanted to go there in mm-hmm. person. You saw the, the, the joy on the, on the turn face? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, oh that, my gosh. Is, isn't that what it's all about, though? That's what it's all about. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And I could not wrap up that project and mm-hmm. not take this journey. Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. had to see the faces this, of the, the kids. The, 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 where you went, they, they speak Swahili or English? No, they, sp- they spoke English. Okay. They spoke okay. English. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is, is, is Africa even more beautiful than than we could have than we than we were told that we've been told i love it um <laughs> that was actually my third time to africa yeah. i've been to south africa twice yeah. um because we impacted students in south africa okay. as well johannesburg um cape town cape town yes. oh, don't yes. oh my cape town <laughs> like that was the first time i went to africa oh, wow. i mean oh. i literally cried tears okay i well, mean i bawled my eyes we, out. we're gonna take our first break right there so Right, uh, uh, because since you want to ball it out, we got Risa Riley from Project Promise 10 year anniversary 2024. All that good stuff, uh, uh, toys, uh, for Tanzania actually was a reality, you know, a physical reality in 2023. So when we come back, we'll talk more about the vision, uh, going forward for Project Promise. deserves a fresh start. The Bank of St. Croix provides in-person service, personal and business checking accounts, online banking, and mobile apps for banking on the go, a non-profit community investment checking account, and a 24-hour banking cash management platform. There are two locations, one in Gallus Bay and one in Peters Rest. The Bank of St. Croix has something for everyone. Contact a customer service specialist for details regarding our non-profit community investment checking account. Member FDIC. 
Hi, I'm Peter Sangle. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Sometimes you need a moment to just step back, relax, and listen to your favorite song. I'm Raina Duris, and on the next World Cafe, maybe I can help you find something new to love, or maybe remind you of something you've been missing. There's so much music out there to enjoy, so take a moment, take a breath, and tune in to World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. So I spent the past year trying to figure out what news design for 21st century humans might look like. One of the things that really stuck with me was that we now know that humans actually need hope to get up in the morning. And I don't think as a journalist, I ever thought about it that way. We're always looking for new and better ways to understand the world we live in. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here on Alexis having a great discussion uh, with um, Ms. Risa O'Reilly. Uh, she is the founder and CEO, right? Everything. Executive director. Executive director. Maintenance. Uh, the work. The work. <laughs> Accountant. Yeah. Of, uh, Landscaper. <laughs> Everything. So, so we're good. So we got an event coming up. Let's talk about the event um, slated for uh, February 10th, 2024. And it, you know, it is a 10th. Uh, a 10-year anniversary celebration. Talk a little bit about this. So annually, the second um, Saturday in February for the past eight years, we've been having um, fundraisers to fund our programs. And so this year is going to be extra special because we're going to be celebrating our 10th year anniversary as an organization at Havana Nights. And it's an all-Cuban-themed event. Um, it's been a huge success over the last several years. Black beans? Uh, black beans. Black beans and white rice? White rice. Okay. Plantain. I mean, that's Cuba. That you know is Cuba. You know I mean? So, yeah. and, we, uh, um, and, uh, hey, make sure, let the kids right know, after after the main course, it go got flung, right? Um, so we do that too. Okay, good. Uh, yes, go we do that flan. too. Yeah. And we yeah. throw in a little local um, flavor. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. With you the coquito cake. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, a part yeah, of the, yeah. um, the dessert. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm going to be steak. If you got <laughs> be steak, out of blanco and some black beans. If and not, then, you ain't coming. <laughs> Nah, I, can, I, I mean, I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't let me know that you got it. You got the white rice and the black beans and the flank. So I come in for You're that. You know what I mean? Okay. You know what I mean? As to you know, whether it be um, pojo or calne or whatever, that's the next different thing. You know what I'm saying? But as long as I got them there, you know what I mean? We good. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. There's a restaurant. Um, you know, here I am in Saint Croix talking about restaurant. The restaurant in, in Miami. Uh, just let you know. Okay, you know Miami, a lot of uh, Cubanos, Cuban. Uh, right? Yes. Uh, Cuban. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Uh, family over there, 
um, Rio Cristal. Down on Board Road. You know Board Road, one of the popular roads in, in, in Miami. And and um, one of my childhood friends, Carissa Curtis. For Sylvia. Now Sylvia Sylvia Shang. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and Carissa and her moms had lived in that area. And she said, never we taking you to a Cuban restaurant. Look, it's a whole different thing when you go to a Cuban restaurant compared to other restaurants. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they into, bam, continuous service. You know what I'm saying? So... And the food and, was good. Oh, gosh. It was the best. Yeah, Rio Cristal. So, uh, I need to remember that. You remember that one? I need to remember that. South Miami. Uh, South, Mi- South Miami. Rio Cristal, Long Road Road. But I'm looking forward to February 10th, because I'm going to my black beans and white rice and I mean, uh, flang. Right? So, so that's all what, about the food. For me. Never mind the music, the door prize, tickets for two to Havana. Like F- Food. <laughs> that's it. I, I, I ain't going to lie to you. So I'm going to leave the man. <laughs> I mean, all of those other things are bonus. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So, They're extra. And I'm sure that uh, I'll appreciate that. Um, you you had one trip, right, where you toured the United States, literally? Yes, literally. Started so. on the East Coast and worked your way out. How, how far west you went? So we went to California. To New Cali, York, right? Yeah. To California, 23-day road trip wow. across country. Wow. And every other city that we visited, our students impacted lives in those cities. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. So it was our summer of service. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. That's like. what it was, yeah. 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 Four did, and a half years did, ago, we did, did that. Did you see the, the children, um, the anticipation growing with each stop? where you start in New York and then you hit these different cities, you're overnighting, and then you're down the road again. Um, did you actually see the growth over that three-week period? It was it was just incredible. It's an experience like no other. Mm. It was just jaw-dropping. Was it, it was like eight, 12 people. students? How many students? Um, we went with four girls. Yeah. I took my kids, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so... They had to earn the trip. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a given. It was, you know, the opportunity was presented, of course, to everybody, but they had to earn it to make sure they had good grades mm-hmm. and they had to fundraise and had to do what they were supposed to do um, to get on the trip. So unfortunately, the boys didn't uh, make the cut, mm-hmm. but the girls went. So I took four girls and then my two kids okay. um, at the time. So mm-hmm. altogether, it was about maybe nine of us nine, that traveled okay. across the country, yeah. including the chaperones, yeah. I mean, the taxi driver, the videographer. Um, we had an incredible experience and every city that we visited, we I made sure that those kids had like New York, Philly. You did Philly, right? We did Philly. Yeah. You know, and we and had for those of you who don't know steak. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But for those of you who don't know, right? Philly is a very, very important city. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, Washington might be the nation's capital, but Philly was actually the first capital. Right, and, and I remember going uh, uh, to a leadership academy, me and um, Sandra Nelson, at the time, uh, in 2015, no, 2005. That's how old I be. Jeez, I'm very donkey is, and we learned so much uh, uh, in Philly and the importance of Philly and uh, Boston, New York, Philly, Baltimore, and DC. Those were the five cities in the early years um, of the country's, you know, um, establishing itself. Uh, I mean, of course, you know, they talk about that Plymouth Rock move and all that stuff, but late 1700s, uh, we actually got to, to, to talk with impersonators of Ben Franklin and Thomas Jefferson and, you know, positive, he's, you know, 
he's he like Spuds McKenzie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, he's magnetic and all that stuff. Uh, so 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 that was uh, that was good. And then when you left there, you had West um, through West. the Midwest, right? Through, yes, uh, we did Ohio. Uh huh. Then we went to Illinois. Mm-hmm. We did Chicago. Then we went down, stopped at President Lincoln's house. We've talked about this, how we love yeah, yeah. history. Springfield. So Springfield was a stop. Yeah. That was in, that was amazing. It that is. That's like a dream come true for me. <laughs> that was incredible. We did. That's where Obama announced uh, I'm running for president. There you go. Yeah. I mean, incredible, incredible. I mean, just to touch the banister of you know mm-hmm. President Abraham Lincoln. It yeah. was it was incredible. Like yeah. again, dream Abe. come true. Abe. I yeah. love I love history. So yeah. we did that. Then we went down to um, Missouri. Missouri, you're talking about yep. right. You went to St. Louis, St. went to the arches. Within, listen, listen, yeah. we, we rode the arches. That was a little challenging because yeah. it was a little, <laughs> you know, um, claustrophobic. <laughs> but um, it, we did it. We did it. Um, definitely on the list, we ate at Sweetie Pie's. I don't okay. know if you've ever seen that show on um, yeah, yeah, the yeah, own yeah, network. Yeah, we, yeah, oh, my yeah. gosh. The food is all that it's been talked about. It was so good. good. Um, We went down to Tennessee. We Mm -hmm. did the National Civil Rights Museum. I tell you, we had some moments on that trip, and that was one of them. We, We stayed in that museum, and we cried. Wow. I mean, we... Was that moving? It was so moving. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it journeys... It takes you from, like, the slave ships, you know, through the civil rights movement, and, you know... We got into there mm-hmm. and we were bawling, just tears. That's, but that's a good thing, though. Yes, yes. And, yeah. you know, for those kids to see and experience mm-hmm. it, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we did that. We even did um, El- Elvis Presley's house. That, again, dream come true. That's, like, Mem- that's Memphis or Nashville? Memphis. We did Memphis. Memphis. Yeah. So we did Graceland. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then we moved across to Oklahoma. The Plains. We went to yes. the Plains, the Plains states. Yeah, then yeah. Texas. We did Arizona where we did a hot air balloon ride. Did you do New Mexico? Um, did we do... Yes, no, yeah. it was New Mexico where yeah. we did the hot air balloon ride. Yeah, yeah, because if you, if, you, yeah. if you do Texas yeah. and get to Arizona, you're supposed to go through New Mexico. Yes, yes, yeah. we did that. We stopped there. Mm-hmm. We worked at an um, a orphanage for kids in oh, um, Arizona. That's where wow. we did our impact there. And it was like a forever home for those kids. Mm-hmm. Like, they never get adopted out. So that was pretty special to get into their home and into their space and impact them. And we stayed connected for some uh, quite a few years. Mm-hmm. And the director actually at the orphanage was from St. Thomas. Wow. So that was pretty awesome to that's, have that's, that connection. That's in New Mexico. Yes, in yeah. New Mexico. Okay. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Then we go to so Arizona. Had a, so you had a, a, a cruiser entity in New Mexico yep. with a Sintomian director. Yes, I that like was, that. I tell I like you, that. there's been so many amazing like interconnecting moments mm-hmm. um, over the last almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to Arizona. We took the train up to the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon, wow. So we did that. Um, that was pretty cool. Las Vegas. <laughs> we did a show, um, and we ended up in... And what happened in Vegas? Stays in Vegas. Hello. <laughs> um, we, I took them to a show. They had never... Yeah. None of them had ever been to Vegas. Yeah. A majority of them had never been to any of these states yeah, or these cities. Yeah. So um, a lot of first-time experiences. Um, we zipped line through, um, like, one of their mall species. I can't... I think it's Fremont. Fremont Street, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Um, we just, we had a fantastic time. We worked at an animal shelter. 
Ah, man. Um, when we got to Las this, this, Vegas. The planning that you'd have got through to Memphis listen, and walked Listen, listen. It was, <laughs> you know, a lot of people didn't think that, you know, we could do it. And I was like, are you kidding me? I said it's happening. Like, <laughs> just sit back. Yeah, I got this. Yeah. Um, so we, we did that and we ended up in California for the finale surprise for the girls. None of them had ever been to Disney. Disneyland. La- Disney World, Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. No, no Disney. No, no, California, nothing. Disneyland. Yeah, so yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. And so, you know, I blindfolded folded the girls you know when we left the mm-hmm. airbnb they're in the van they're blindfolded mm-hmm. and you know we walked all the way up to the security and i had them like take off the blindfolds and they cried they're supposed to cry. they cried yeah. oh my gosh like i'm great Anna, that's uh, that's anaheim anaheim yeah so yeah. that's um, a nice part of uh, it was uh, it was of, of it was a blast got some weirdos over there but i'm saying but um um anaheim is a very nice developed uh, one of the richer cities uh, in, in Southern California. And, uh, yeah, that's where we stayed. So yeah. we stayed in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. And again, like, like the interconnections, like one of um, our, I guess, friends, I would say at this point, she had, I had found her online and she's actually our marketing writer um, that does our content for us. And so she lives in California. She's like, you're going on a road trip. You're coming to California. You're coming by my house. That's what we're talking and, about. Yeah, she hosted us. She yeah. did like a game night. She did dinner for us. I mean, it's been, like I said, the Incredible journey, and you just meet so many different people. So, so a decade, a decade in the business. A decade, a decade in the business. Wow, that's awesome! Congratulations. Thank you. I mean, sometimes you just got get people that flow us, and don't take that for granted because uh, but it all starts with life. You know what I'm saying? We and take, a vision. We, uh, yeah, we can't take that and for a granted. Passion and, and yeah. a want to. Yeah. What, what do you think the next ten years going? What are you hoping for the next ten years? I mean, the foundation for the, the first ten years. If you were to replicate that, I think you'd be successful. Well, thank you. Yeah. So my hope for the next um, 10 years is that the funding sources are easier. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know the, the, since you went in, I want to ask you a question. Um, as a nonprofit, are there federal grants that you're eligible for to, to, to fund initiatives and, and ventures like what? Project Promise is all about? Absolutely. So yeah. we do get um, some federal funding. You know, what agency through, would that be? Um, we get funding through LEPC. Okay, the Law Enforcement um, Planning Commission. Yeah, yeah. we uh-huh. also get um, funding from VI Housing Finance mm-hmm. Authority mm-hmm. through their Community Development Block Grant Program. CDBG. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. So those are the two sources. Um, locally, we get some funding from the Department of uh, Human Services. Okay. And that's pretty much it. Directly though, uh, because CDBG is HUD, mm-hmm. right? And you mentioned LEPC. What's that? Uh, that would be law enforcement. No, I know, I know that. But, Department but, of Justice. Justice Department. Yeah. Justice Department. Department. Of Justice. Yeah. So you 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 connect through the local Department of Justice or directly with the federal Department of Justice? So local. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's the the connection. Mm-hmm. So it's through the local entities that we're getting the federal funding. Yeah. You know when we when we um. We're starting well, when we made that commitment, um, and I, I, this one of my pet things that my audience knows, you know, because folks beat up on us for wanting to support nonprofits. Um, they thought like it was a slush fund deal when, in fact, we recognize that you know there's certain things the government just can't provide, right? But <clears throat> put it aside. What's it like being a five hundred one c three? Explain, explain, you know, the 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 rules. That, and the parameters that you have to remain in to retain that status. So what is it like to be a 501c3? Mm-hmm. So that 
makes us a legitimate nonprofit organization, first and foremost, Uh um, in the eyes of the federal government. And um, the way I see it, I think you kind of tapped on it a little earlier. Um, The government can't do everything. Mm -hmm. So as a nonprofit, I feel that we kind of uh, fill in those gaps in which, you know, the government can't help or provide to, you know, the community. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of our biggest challenges is funding. That's one of the biggest challenges. So when you say, what is it like to be a nonprofit? I just think hustle. Yeah. Like that's what comes to mind every day. It's more a mental thing. It's more of a mental thing. Every day, all day, you're hustling. You're trying to find funding to, you know, support your, your programs, to pay your staff, to sustain now what we have a building. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's a challenge. And, you know, I think you would think as you, get older and you've been more established and you've proven yourself yeah. that it would get easier. That last part there. But um, yeah. <laughs> it seems to be getting harder. Um, and so it's just, you know, again, a constant challenge to to get funding and that's why we have to take matters in our own hands and we have to have fundraisers and, you know, we have to ask the community for help, so. No. Uh, when you're just going through, you know, the take thing in your own hands. You go, you go got a certain type of mentality. Absolutely. This isn't just about, well, I can do a 501c3 because I want to help the children. Um, there's a stick-to-itiveness that is required um, because you're probably going to have more challenges than you have paved road. Listen, challenges. But, you remember I said it earlier, um, I think your outlook is what determines your experience. And that's where you're talking about with your mental Mm -hmm. like capacity. Like it's a mindset. Mm -hmm. You have to just put your head down, put the blinders on, the air muffs on and do what it is that you know you're supposed to be doing. And that's been my objective. That's been my outlook over the last 10 years, you know, head down and, you know, feet to the ground and let's do what it is that we do. And I tend to focus on the things that I can't control. Because mm-hmm. if I can't control, it is happening and I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I try to block out all the other uh, noises and just try to figure out, okay, well, what can we do mm-hmm. to make this happen? Of course, you know, um, they, got a lot of, they got a lot of new terminologies, right? Like, for instance, um, habits. Uh, or, or or things um, the, the new terminology is nuances, right? <laughs> so you just mentioned the word noise. You know the, the word for that is clutter. You know <laughs> you, you, block you, out the clutter. Block out the clutter okay. and, and all, that, all that stuff. We're talking uh, with Risa Riley, um, founder and executive director of um, Project Promise. Uh, they got ten year uh, anniversary mm-hmm. coming up. They got event on February tenth, the tenth and the tenth. Right? That's what, that's what it says, right? Yes. The, the 10th year on the t- February 10th at the St. George Village Botanical Garden. Eddie Russell and friends. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, Eddie Russell is a musical genius. Period. End of discussion right there. And that's not Ronnie Russell, brother, um, by the way. And uh, it's a 6 p.m. event. Um, uh, Dung in the West. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm sure Havana Nights and all that good stuff. We're going to take a final break. And when we come back, um, we're going to talk about um, inspiring others to do something along the lines of Project Promise because uh, we don't want um, Mr. Reddy to believe only she alone. Got to stick to it miss and all this. Uh, your outlook is, is experience and all that good stuff. <laughs> right? uh, so we'll take a break and be back right after this.
As the news gets more complex and changes through the day, you need more than just a quick headline check. Here and Now keeps you connected to your world between Morning Edition and All Things Considered as the news and the people shaping it are changing in real time. I'm Robin Young. Follow along on Here and Now, NPR News, weekday afternoons. From 2 to 4 on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. These days, people go to great lengths to shed the stress of daily life. There's acupuncture, deep tissue massage, meditation, yoga. At All Things Considered, we offer our own type of healing, invigorating news stories that span the rainbow of human experience. Nourish your mind and escape from the ordinary. Weekdays on All Things Considered from NPR News. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Hi, I'm Peter Sangle. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. I wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Back here uh, with um, Mr. O'Reilly for uh, Project Primer's 10 year anniversary coming up uh, next month. You know, because we're doing a new year now and all that good stuff. So, just looking up on Tanzania here. Um, it said Tanzania, you know, I'm a, I'm a geography thing, that's my first love. It borders Uganda to the north, Kenya to the northeast, the Indian Ocean to the east, Mozambique and Malawi to the south, Zambia to the southwest. Rwanda, Burundi, and the, the Democratic Republic of the Congo to the west. I didn't realize they had so many different countries bordering uh, Tanzania. What part of Tanzania I went to? Um, so we were in Arusha primarily. Arusha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, get closer to the microphone there. And, uh, um, and And this is another thing I didn't know. They said Tanzania has a population of nearly 62 million making it the most populous country located entirely south of the equator. Oh, wow. That's a good fun fact. Yeah, good fun fact. That's a fun fact. Yeah, that's that's, that's awesome. The motherland. And you were encouraging me or telling me I go go. Oh, yes. You need to. Mm -hmm. I think that's a must. I should. It feels like home. I should, I should. But the world's all, you know, wild now, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at it. Right? I'm looking at this, this, you know, the globe, the world thing. And, I didn't realize that it was entirely south of the equator. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then you went to you went to Cape Town, which is down down there at the bottom of the motherland. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, the itinerary. Well, how how the travel went? Um, for Tanzania. Yeah. 
<laughs> so left here, pit stopped in Virginia. Okay. Where I did some more shopping to That's pick home. up some more That's toys. Home. Yeah. Yes, my home away from home. My home away from home. Yeah. Then we headed to we drove to um, DC. Mm-hmm. Got on a plane, went to Philadelphia. We spent eight hours in Philadelphia, so we did Philadelphia. We we did a tour. Okay. Um, that was fun. Yeah. Ben Franklin's grave. Oh yeah. You know, um, yeah. Betsy Ross House. Arguably the most influential American. Oh, that. listen, yeah. like yeah. that was fun. I mean, I, I'm, we're pro Alexander Hamilton, but it, it's interesting that two of the greatest and most influential Americans were not president. That's right. Ben Franklin and Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. So we did that. We mm-hmm. did the Rocky Steps. That was like, I needed to do that in life. <laughs> that was fun. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yes. In a- my mind. Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> in yeah. my mind, I wanted to run it, but um, in reality, I walked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we did that. Yeah. We got on a flight 13 and a half hours to Qatar. That's the longest part of the flight, of the, of the journey? That was the longest part. Yeah. So we did Qatar. We yeah. uh, had like maybe eight hours in Qatar. Mm-hmm. So we did a tour there. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. city. It was it was amazing. Um, we that's were in a, that's Doha. Emir- that's the Emirates. No, we were in Doha. That so, Qatar, Qatar is the country. Is the country. And Doha was so is Qatar city. is not a part of the United Arab Emirates. Um, I'm no? not sure. No, let me, I let me find that out. Was, um, no, no, let me find out. Let me find Dubai. Out. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, find yeah, out. Yeah, I know Dubai and Abu Dhabi and right. Those those are yes. I'll find out. Yeah, and then from there, um, so eight, eight from, hours eight hours in Qatar or Qatar. <laughs> well, I said guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we did that. Mm-hmm. Then we hopped on a plane to uh, Tanzania. And so at that point, you're flying south now. Now we're going back south. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And so that was five hours. Yeah, they, no, they, they're not Emirates. They're and a country unto themselves. Yes. Yeah, yes. Because, yeah. yeah, United Arab Emirates. Mm-hmm. That's the country. Yeah, 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 so yeah. that's um, mm-hmm. Dubai, like you said. Correct. And Abu Dhabi. And yes. Like, yeah. And Abu yeah. Dhabi. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. So we did that. Mm hmm. Um, it to me, it was like a, a smaller version of Dubai because I've been to Dubai yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, beautiful, beautiful, like I said, city. Uh, so we did that. We land in um, Tanzania, and we drove four hours to the orphanage. To, wow! So we did the orphanage. Range Rover. Um, no, it was like a little minivan. A minivan? Like okay. we had a driver pick us up from like the orphanage, <laughs> yeah. but we got there. We got there. So um, they sent a driver and a four-hour yeah, drive. totally wow. like coordinated that mm-hmm. whole thing um, prior to our arrival. Mm-hmm. So we were able to spend a night at the orphanage. And like I said, that was absolutely beautiful um, to see the kids, interact with the kids, play with the kids. Um, they they personally, you know, uh, thanked me for the toys over the years because, you know, they would utilize it for birthday gifts mm-hmm. or like, you know, little treats if they lost a tooth then, you know, at Christmas time. And what we did with this trip that was super special, they had like a wish list. And I made sure that almost everything on their wish list was purchased. Wow. So that was huge. Yeah. Um, so they were very grateful for, you know, us mm-hmm. supporting them over the last eight years. And so we toured the orphanage. They're doing amazing things over there. Um, you flew into Dar es Salaam? Um, no. Which, which, we which, flew which? into, um, it's closer to Arisha. I can't remember right now. Okay. Um, it's Mount Kilimanjaro Airport. That's the one we flew into. Oh, yeah? Into. Okay, yeah. okay, so okay. That's, that's what we flew mm-hmm. into. Um, then we take the same uh, minivan back to now Arusha. And we spent maybe two or three days there. Then we get back to Doha. We overnight there. We fly into New York. We overnight there. 
Mm-hmm. And um, that was pretty cool. I didn't have an itinerary for New York because, I mean, it's New York. Like, I was, love Was New York, in this case, decompressed city? I guess. After, you know. No, no, we needed, I needed, like, honestly, like, three weeks after that trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, seriously. No, like, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah. was a whirlwind. I mean, nine days, six yeah, cities, yeah. three continents. Wow. It was a lot. But it was, it was accidental itinerary. But if you know me, you know I'm going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So it was like Philly, eight hours. Okay, so we're going to do a tour. Doha, eight hours. Okay, yep, we're, to- we're touring there. So New York, we get there um, and we overnight. So the morning we woke up and we said, you know, we just take a stroll um, down to Times Square. And then we happened to see Good Morning America being filmed. So I was able to see Robin Roberts oh, yeah? and Michael Strahan. And okay. we were like, ah. okay, that's cool. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Yeah. So that's how we wrapped up the trip. And I flew back to um, St. Croix and my husband flew back to Virginia. You did Chicago on that, um, that, that, on that, road that, that American road trip. Mm-hmm. Okay, one of my listeners. Please, if you have a chance, ask her if they got to the Baptist Du Sable Museum the Haitian fur trapper who founded the city of Chicago. I you did it? not. Well, you know something. Well, not, not that you know about it, not right? Not that I know. Uh, and you make that road trip there. Remember that, right? Baptist Du Sable, right? Or Du Sable. Oh, because if, since it's Haitian, it probably got some French in it. Uh, the Haitian fur trapper who founded the city of Chicago. Wow. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? So that's wow. cool. We're uh, going to do a road trip again. Yeah. So I'm going to include and, that. And then, uh, of course, if you go to Frisco, right? Um... The founder of Frisco was a native Crucian. Oh. Yeah. William Leidersdorf is his name. He's the founder of uh, Yerba Buena. That's the area up there, uh, Northern California. Uh, so I, I, I haven't been to Frisco since 2017. So I'm trying to navigate that for maybe late next month. And I want to, if I do it, um, you know, I definitely want to go look for something, you know, that uh, connects with uh, Mr. Leidersdorf, Danish West Indian, and, and they say he may have been the first black millionaire in America, right? And this happened to be uh, from us, but this was pre-America uh, purchasing okay. um, uh, the, the U.S. Virgin Islands. So the Caribbean, you know, um, extended and the Virgin Islands, you know, our, 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 our contributions and our history is rich. You know what I'm saying? And um, you're contributing to that richness, so you need to be commended. Uh, which leads me to the next question. Is there a, 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 another project promise or something of the likes uh, in the territory? And is it your goal to inspire other people to do what you do? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I think it's super important that, again, we kind of take ownership of our community mm-hmm. and not wait or, or depend on others to do um, what it is that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm of the mindset, if there's something that needs to be done and I could do it, I'm going to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my mindset and my thought process. That's the way I've you know, looked at this journey over the last uh, 10 years. So, so what would you tell a young lady uh, in her 20s, early 30s, who want to venture out into uh, leadership, responsibility, giving back, development, and as you just mentioned, taking ownership of our, our, our own. Who may be listening? They, they want they want to live your story. Where you're working for somebody, you don't necessarily have to be the government, and they're tired of working for somebody. I, I, I one of my friends, um, uh, Charu. Uh, Sari, she's a musician. She's here. She comes here every Christmas and every New Year. We were having this discussion with her and um, Jim Kimo. Um, 
young people nowadays, this generation, to include yourself, are you different from, from us, which is the generation right before are you? Where are you, you want to work for nobody and I want to own. I'm just giving, and it's a compliment. You know what I'm saying? Me and Carl Knight, uh, one day I was with, uh, in, the, in the governor's office uh, back in 2022 and uh, he was mentioning um, Kevin Dixon. I don't, I don't know if you know Kevin Dixon, but he, uh, yeah. he, he worked at Labor. He said, Kevin leaving, Kevin going to you know, work for somebody and... Um, and I was like, yeah, Dr. Dixon guy? He said, yeah. And he said, you know something, Neville? Young people nowadays, they ain't in this thing about how we was, where we just wanted a good job, get our house a and all that thing. Yeah, a government <laughs> job, you know what I mean? Uh, now, the, uh, and the pandemic may have even accelerated this even more, where people now realizing um, you can work via remote um, and all that stuff. Talk a little bit about how that could inspire folks who may be intimidated by all that responsibility but don't even realize that they got it in them. I first thing I would say is close your eyes and jump. Take that <laughs> and don't look back. <laughs> close your eyes and jump. And mm -hmm. you know sometimes when we do that we ended up we end up landing in some exp amazing experiences mm -hmm. and make sure that you're fueled by passion and purpose. Um, that definitely is the key to success. And make sure that there's some element of giving back because, you know, that's definitely an important part of your life's journey. It's important for you to give of yourself to help others. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we get so much more back in return and it's not a financial gain, but it's... It's a gain. It's a gain. Yeah. It's a gain. And, you know... Um, or gain ants, like we just said. The local, the local, like I could hear Moses. Derek Towers, the late great. Derek Towers uh, from Dunya Red Brick. He's a tag. He said, he, so, you know, that's trash talking. He's done it. And a man said, so well, I do this. He said, well, that's your gain ants. You go keep that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I like that. You're right. You know, ain't, ain't everything got to be financial. Nope. Right. No. I mean... We live in a capitalistic society and, and dollars run things. And we denying that, you know what I'm saying? But everything, you know, that you do from giving um, has value. It has value. And, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, the impact that you have on others. But, you know, sometimes we don't even real, realize the impact that we're having on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, for me, the journey has been incredible. Um, we've ended up in places and spaces that we've, never even dreamt of Singapore Singapore for instance I mean that opportunity came to me via email randomly and they got buildings I mean they buildings that literally when I look in at, at, at my formula one race out in Singapore this is this is I mean you want to know how they got so much building in, a, in such a small amount of a small area it's beautiful and not just buildings large buildings <laughs> Beautiful. And then they got a marina and all that stuff there. That was gorgeous. That was yeah, totally yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, I yeah. mean, every other car yeah, you yeah. see is like a Mercedes Benz. Yeah, Mochi Shang, me, me, me and Davina. Me and Davin, your child, we, we go take a trip out to Singapore to check out a Formula One race and all that stuff. We can't say over there. It's absolutely uh, gorgeous. Mm. These long flights, though, tell me about it. My longest flight is about six hours. And I got friends who are doing these 12, 14, 16 hours. How hard am I making, man? I, just, I, I, I can handle it. You can handle it. You got this. Um, for me, biggest thing, compression socks. That's a must. 
if I don't have that, I'm yeah. going to be in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a friend of mine lived down in Sydney, and I keep telling her, I come in down, I, go, I want to go down on that. And yes, compression size. Yeah, so I, I was in L.A. Uh, in, in November, and uh, the, the gate, uh, my gate to Miami, because I fly back on a red eye, was right next to Sydney. So I took a picture of the Sydney gate, and I tell her, I'm on my way. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just having some fun and start the panic. She said, no, I'm by my brother in Perth uh, and all that stuff. So that's a 16-hour trip. You can um, do it. Um, and then I want to go to Dubai. Uh, and that's, that's a, a must. Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Emirates, the, the Emirates flight from Fort Lauderdale to Dubai. That's another 14, 16 hours. So, you know. Uh, my good friend Frances Benjamin, she did she did that uh, as well. She did the Doha thing and and all that stuff. Thailand, she went to Thailand. All right, so I just you know, land flight and everything. But I'm a reader, so I think I should be all right. It's, it's read and sleep, right? Read and sleep. Read and sleep. And the compression socks. And the compression socks. <laughs> and you you got it. So it's I a must. About. Quickly, Havana Nights, 10th anniversary, February 10th, down at the St. George Village Botanical Garden, Salsa Dancing, Cuban Cuisine, White rice, black, uh, <laughs> black beans, and flan, and whatever, whatever, um, whatever uh, else. <laughs> whatever else yeah. Dominoes and more. That, Dominoes, a classic uh, uh, Cubano uh, thing. Uh, Eddie Russell. Right? This is from six until ten. Six until. Until. This year, I want to be more of a party because okay, we're celebrating. About, about. Happy uh, anniversary. Thank you. Ten years uh, in the making, and all that uh, good stuff. You looking forward to another productive ten years, young lady? Absolutely. So I'm talking about quickly, Virginia. You liking it? So far, so good. <laughs> I'd like to see a little bit more snow, but um, I think that's just me. <laughs> I bought a snow, so me or whatever. Yeah, I, 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 I can't that. I I've had that. one snow day so far. Seriously? Yeah, one. It snowed once. Wow. Um, like wow. three weeks ago. What, what's the name of the county again? Um, we're in Hanover. Hanover County. Yeah, Hanover. Yeah, yeah one of my good friend, uh, Peter. Uh, Peter Chapman, uh, Richmond, they're right, ne- right next door, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, just south and all that good stuff, too. Risa Riley from uh, uh, Project Promise, congratulations. Thank Tenure you. deal. Thank you for making some time uh, with this quality content and all that stuff. And uh, we said we got to take ownership of our own. Yes. That's it. That's a theme. Own it. That's own a theme. It. That's a theme for 2024. What can you do to make a difference in the lives of somebody in our community? You got it. You got it. And just start with one person. Yeah, man. We'll take a break. Um, thank you very much. I'll see you soon. All Be right. back right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. How do we know words? How do we accumulate words? Writer Edna O'Brien. Are they there in us before we know them? She follows a quest many writers can understand. As if these words were the generators of some kind of magic. Authors, artists, sports, news, and maybe even some magic. Every Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. The PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know 
they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening. I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nawaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV, Channel 12.